In this episode of the Money Markets and Mindset podcast, which will soon be rebranded as the Five Year Millionaire podcast, I dive into my emotional state after closing a winning trade. And if you've never had big wins in the stock market um, or big losses, it can really affect your emotions. And so I want to talk about the emotions that come with winning or losing money in the stock market and some of the tricks and tactics and tips that I use to control those emotions, whether they're good or bad, but to just pull me out of a funk or keep me from getting too high on the highs. Let's get into it. Do you feel like you were meant to live a life of financial abundance? Like you know your money is supposed to work harder for you than you work for it? Maybe you heard about the stock market and the new millionaires being created and wonder why not me? Maybe you want to invest in the stock market, but you don't know where to start. Maybe you have a 401k or an IRA, but you want to enjoy your money now, not just in retirement. Maybe you already had some success in the stock market, but you want to take it to the next level. Working for somebody else and watching free YouTube videos will only get you so far. To truly be financially free, it takes a strategic game plan, an investor's mindset, and a willingness to take calculated risks. When you're ready to get out of the rat race and onto the fast track, join us here where we break down how to manage money, how to navigate the stock and options market, and how to approach investing with the right mindset. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and options trader, and this is the Money Markets and Mindset Podcast. Let's talk about it. Making money in the stock market really quickly can actually be the gift and the curse at the same time. Uh, I recently had a situation where, I mean, literally, this is so raw that I was like, let me cut the mic on and record and talk about this because I know that this can help some people. I made $22,000 in about 24 hours. And then I made another $34,000 in about 24 to 48 hours. So over the span of about two and a half to three days, I made roughly 40, how much did I make? I made, no, $56,000. And what's interesting about that on day two, when I was up $36,000, I tried to get out of a trade where I was actually up about $54,000 total. And I didn't, I wasn't able to get out at 54,000. And so I ended up getting out only made 36,000, which put me at a total for 56,000 for the two and a half to three days. And I'm sure that I'm not the only one that this has happened to, but when you get out of the trade and it keeps going in the direction that you thought it was going to go in, you start to think like, man, I should have stayed in. I could have made more money. I could have milked this for more profit. And for about a good hour, I walked around the house literally upset. I walked around the house literally upset, almost as upset as if I lost money. And I didn't I actually made money. But I walked around the house upset as if I lost money. And I was like, man, you got to you got to talk about this because I know other people are going through this with their trading and you know, I just want to unpack the emotional aspect of trading, of investing in the stock market, because this is a sport where it's just you and the computer 
and your emotions. And that's it. It's you, your computer, you got your data, and you got your emotions. And that's what you're dealing with. You don't really have anybody to bounce any ideas off of. You don't really have anyone to talk to. And you have to have some things in place to make sure that you're not just a successful trader, but you are successful from an emotional and health well-being standpoint. And I don't think that that's something that's talked about in the stock market uh, at all. You know, you see videos, you hear podcasts where it's just like you can make a bunch of money and this is easy and you can quit your job. But nobody really talks about the emotional toll that it takes on you, even when you make money. There's an emotional toll to it because then there's a party that's like, that's not enough. I could have gotten more. What if I had awaited? And those are that's that's not really a good place to be emotionally when it comes to, you know, trading in the stock market, let alone actually making money in the stock market. So I want to give you some tools that I use and some tools that I use as early as uh, today when I'm recording this podcast to help me get my mind right about, you know, how I felt about the trade and, and, and how I feel about myself and how I feel about my life and snap out of that negative thinking and spring back over to the positive side. So let's talk about the first thing that I had to do today when I, when I made the profit, but not as much profit as I would like or wanted to. And then I saw the stock continue to move in the direction when I could have made more uh, the first thing you got to do is an emotional analysis. We talk about doing fundamental analysis. We talk about doing technical analysis, but we don't always do an emotional analysis and ask, where am I at mentally? Where am I at in my life? Am I stressed? What's going on at work and home at home with the wife, the husband, the kids, whatever you got going on. We don't always check in and do an emotional analysis. And I had to take a pause and do an emotional analysis, both when I'm in the trade, as well as when I'm out of the trade. And so when I'm in the trade, one of the things I, you know, when I look at doing an emotional analysis, one of the things I like to do is I like to have some mantras that I live by and I'll tape them to my computer. I'll tape them to my desk because I know when I start to, when my emotions start to get the best of me, I start to fear, I start to get greedy. I need something to snap me um, out of it. And I need something to keep me grounded in my principles and who I am as a, a person and realize that I'm more than my stock trading account. I'm more than my investments, whether they go up and down. And sometimes we forget that. I forget that. And so when I'm doing this emotional analysis, I'm like, okay, Jay, you are up in the trade. Number one, why are you upset? That's the question I have to ask myself. Why are you upset? You're up in the trade. And of course, the answer that comes back is like, but I could have made more or, I, you know, I, you know, should I get out here? Because if I don't, I could give it all back. Or if I stay in, I can make more. And that's the devil and the angels kind of on your shoulder. It's like, do I get out and be grateful and take profit or do I stay in and try to make more? But the risk of that is I could give it all back. The trade could go against me. So those are the two things that you're fighting against. And so one of the mantras that I had to stand up and say was like, I'm a good trader. And I, 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 that's one of my mantras because I'm like, well, what do good traders do? Good traders make money in the stock market and good traders take profit. Well, how do they make money? They make money by taking profit. Okay, so if you are a good trader, click the button, sell and take the profit. And so it's like, okay, that's right. I want to be a good trader. Good traders make money. 
or if they lose, they lose, you know, they take small losses. But in this case, I'm able to be a good trader, not taking a small loss and making money. So it's like, okay, click the button, take the profit, make sure you are living by what you just said. You said you're a good trader, take the profit. So that immediately breaks the chain of like, you know, how much more could I make? Should I stay in this? It just helps you start thinking logical. The second mantra that I go by is you never go broke taking a profit. And if you're watching the video uh, on YouTube, you obviously can't see the shirt on the podcast if you're just listening. But I wear this shirt when I'm trading because it's a reminder that, hey, listen, you put that shirt on today. You never go broke taking a profit. And so you are up. You're making money. You can't go broke if you're making money. Sell take a profit. You'll never be broke taking a profit. However, you can go broke by not taking a profit, by being greedy. And so I'm like, Jay, you never go broke taking a profit. If you believe that, take a profit so that you never go broke. Let's lock it in. Let's solidify the mantra. And so now that gives me the courage to be like, you're right. I'm a good trader. Good traders take profit. You never go broke taking a profit. I definitely don't want to be broke. And so now I'm moving more towards being okay with pressing the button to sell. The third mantra, and this is all while I'm in the trade. I'm like, hey, you've blown up an account before. And listen, if you let me know in the comments, have you ever blown up an account? Because I've blown up several trading accounts. And I said, never again. And so my third mantra is, hey, make sure you live to trade another day and live to trade another day just means I don't blow up my account. Because when you blow up your account, you're like, I can't place any trades. I don't have any money. I don't know where I'm going to get the money from. And so that's one of my mantras. And one of the things we teach people inside Power Trades University is live to trade another day. Well, how do you live to trade another day? If you're in a losing trade, you may take a small loss. But if you're in a winning trade, take the profit. So you definitely live to trade another day. And not only do you live to trade another day, you are now living by our fourth mantra, which is you go into the next trade with a little bit more firepower. And so I like to ask myself, when you go into your next trade, in this case, I was up $36,000, 22 or like 56 total. When I when I asked myself, at least on this particular trade, because I was up 36 on the day, I'm like, would you rather go into the next? Because I think I gave back $17,000 roughly by not staying in the trade. And so I asked myself, Jay, because the stock started going against me and I started giving back money. And so I gave back about 17000 and ended up leaving with 36. The question I had to ask myself was, would you rather go, do you have to make $17,000 back on this trade or would you rather go into the next trade with $36,000 of the market's money? And of course, the answer is I'd rather take this $36,000 profit and go into the next trade with the market's money because now you got a cushion, you got a buffer. You're like, hey, I got $36,000 of their money that I could potentially you know, invest or take a different uh, trade with. And so when you put them all together, you're like, I'm a good trader. What do good traders do? They take profit. Well, if you take profit, you go to mantra number two, you never go broke taking a profit. So you alleviate going broke. You take that off the table. And also, by the way, if you never go broke taking a profit, then you live to trade another day because you didn't blow up your account. And if you live to trade another day, 
you go into the next trade with more firepower. You go in it also with more confidence because you just came off a winning streak two days in a row, 20,000 one day, 36,000 the other day. You go into your next trade with the winning streak and that much of the market's money. That is a better and more powerful position to go into the next trade. So if you're enjoying these mantras, I'd love for you to give this video a thumbs up or if you're listening to the podcast, give it a thumbs up and let me know in the comments if this has been helpful so far. Now, I want to talk about what happens when you get out of the trade because I got out of the trade and then I was still upset because I'm like, but I could have made more. I could have did this. So th th those first set of mantras gave me the power to take profit, to get out of the trade and you know move on and live the trade another day go into the next trade with the market's money but now that i'm out my emotions were still a little out of control and then i'm like well why is your emotions why do you feel down because you just made money for the day and you made someone's yearly salary and so i'm like okay i have to work on my emotions a little bit more and you know the the thing is the the, the second skill that you want to master is being grateful. And this was a little bit tough for me because I said, man, Jason, be grateful. And then I thought, well, I'm grateful. Am I not grateful? Just because I wanted to make more. Because there's a, there's, a, there's a thin line between being grateful and being ambitious. I'm like, I'm just ambitious. I just want to make more money. I like making money. But it's like, okay, yeah, but there's a thin line between being grateful for what you made and being ambitious. Ambitious is, who said this was the last time that you'll ever be able to make money, right? And so it's like, this isn't the last day of your life to trade stocks. This isn't the last day the stock markets will be open. So let's be grateful. And so I had to come up with a couple of things to do to kind of get the grateful machine going and really try to take control of my emotions because- you would have thought my dog died today because I was just like, yeah, I should have stayed in that trade. I could have made a little bit more. And I was like, man, you got to check yourself. And so one of the things that I do to help get like the grateful train going is I like to pick a goal that I have. So I was looking at, for example, I was looking at a, 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 a buying a second property and I was thinking about how much I wanted to put down. And I'm thinking like, wow, you have this much to put down towards that property if you wanted to do that. Um, you know, just thinking about what cars do you like? And I start looking up cars and be like, listen, you just made this much money to put down towards that car. And so the skill is to pick a goal that you have and see how much closer you just move towards that goal by closing out that investment and taking that profit. You know, that really helped me put things in perspective. I like watches. Um, you know, sometimes these watches are $50,000 and up. And it's just like, well, if you just made $36,000 and you made 20,000 a day before, uh, that's a nice amount of money to go towards a nice watch that you want. So th those are just my things, watches. I was looking at some real estate, different things like that. But take whatever it is in your life and ask, did I just move closer to that goal? Maybe it's just something as simple. It's like, I want to get out of debt. It's like, and you made a hundred dollars in the stock market. It's like, did that hundred dollars move you closer towards getting out of debt? If so, you're like, you know what? I'm making progress towards my goal. 
nice. All I need to do this is, you know, if you're a thousand dollars in debt, you're like, I need to just do this nine more times. And so it breaks the chain of like being upset you didn't make more and it gets you more excited that you just move towards uh, a goal that you had that was important to you. The second thing I like to do is I like to compare it to working a job. Uh, I used to work in retail sales. I used to work for Sprint PCS way back in the day, making $8 an hour. And on a Saturday, I'd make like 64 bucks um, and take home 50 bucks after taxes. And even when I start to get into my later career, when I had a job making six figures a year, I made about $110,000 when I, at the height of my career in corporate America. And I had to work over 40 hours a week for for a whole year to make that money. And so when I compare it, I'm like, wow, you made 20,000 the day before, 36 today, assuming you close it out and take profit and lock it in because it's not profit until you close the trade and you bring it home. And so I'm like, okay, you just made half of what you used to work six months for. You still have to work six months, sun up to sundown, driving around the stores, doing all this stuff, managing a team, to make this money. You just made it in two days. And so that starts to shift my energy, starts to shift myself to being grateful. And so depending on, you know, what you do for work or how you make money, you may, you know, next time you're up in a trade or you take profit and you kind of like, oh, I could have stayed in and made more money. I want you to think about like, wow, maybe that's a day of work or that's a couple hours that I didn't have to work at my job that my money worked for me. And it just starts to get that grateful energy going. The second thing is to realize that, you know, once you got the grateful train going and, you, you know, you've gotten out of the trade, you got the grateful train growing, you have to start to think of, <clears throat> you know, what you're really saying when you're walking around upset. And I was like, well, Jason, what are you really saying now that you've gotten out of the trade, you kind of got the grateful train growing? I was like, just because you didn't make that extra $17,000, what you're really saying is you wanted to get in at the exact best time to get in and at the exact best time to get out down to the second, down to the penny. And it made me realize that, wow, that's a cocky attitude to feel like you can be perfect with your entries and perfect with your exits. You see, I try to teach my students inside Power Trades University that if you're looking to make $10, OK, or if a stock can move ten dollars, you're not going to get it at the absolute bottom and you're not going to get it at the absolute top. So you may give yourself 20 percent from the bottom, 20 percent from the top. So if a stock can move ten dollars, the portion that you should be going after is making six dollars because you won't get in at the exact bottom and you won't get it out at the exact top. And so I had to check myself and saying, wow, don't be cocky thinking you could have gotten out at the exact right time down to the penny and made the most profit that you could have ever made out of that trade. Perfection is the enemy of progress. And even if you were perfect on your entry and exit, how often do you think you can be perfect? That is setting yourself up for unrealistic expectations. No one can perfectly time the market, perfectly time their entry and exit into every trade. And so there's no need of even beating yourself up or trying to be perfect or in my case, being sad that you didn't get that last bit of profit because what you're saying is you want it to be perfect and you already know that this is not a perfect game. This is a game of 
um, ranges, right? Getting in that $10 range, you just want to get $6 of that 10, not get in at the absolute bottom, not get out at the absolute top. You're not worried about being perfect. You're worried about getting a piece and you're worried about being consistent over time. And I think, you know, if you're taking notes or you're taking mental notes, the word is consistency over perfection. You don't want to be perfect. You want to be consistent because guess what? If I get consistent at making twenty and $30,000, all I need to do is that five times and that's $100,000 a year. And so, but if I try to get perfect at entering an accident, I guarantee you I'm going to be wrong one or two or three of those times and I'm going to blow up my account. I'm going to lose all my money because I was greedy and I was trying to be perfect with my entry and my exit. And so perfect is the enemy of progress. You don't want to be perfect. You want to be consistent. So I had to tell myself that. And it's like, okay, did you take profit the other day? Yes, 20K. Okay, did you take profit today? Yes, 36K. It's like, okay, then you're 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 doing it just right. You're on the road to taking consistent profits. Celebrate that. Be happy. This is no reason to be sad. And then here's my final, um, you know, go, uh, Ta you know, tactic for you, right? So let's just recap. Number one, do emotional analysis uh, while you're in the trade. Number two, you want to be grateful. Uh, number three, you want to recognize that perfection is the enemy of progress. So once you're out of the trade, you realize you can't be perfect. You can't time it um, exactly. Number four, this is a big one. Shut the computer down. I spent the next 30 minutes, probably to an hour, just watching it go up, go down. Like, oh, I should have stayed in. Oh, I'm glad I got out because now it's selling up. Like, don't do that to yourself. Don't do that to yourself. Shut the computer down. I literally had to close the chart, close my account. I'm like, I'm done. I'm not trading for the day because I recognize the only thing left for me to do is make a mistake. Have you ever gotten out of a trade and then you're like, I'm getting back in and you get back in and then it goes the complete opposite way. That has happened to me more times than you know. And when that happens to me, all I could think is, why did you do that? You were just up for the day. Like, why did you jump back in? And by jumping back in, now you have created a situation where you're trying to be right twice in the same day or twice in the same week, or you're trying to be perfect in the same day, getting in and getting out again, or perfect in the same week, getting in and getting out. And it's like, the odds are not in your favor. Every time you pull the trigger and place a trade, your money is like soldiers at war. You are sending them out to war and there's a chance that they may not come back home. So you don't wanna just wake up every day and go to war with the stock market. You don't wanna wake up every day and send your troops out there. You wanna wait for predictable, repeatable patterns and you want to wait for the low risk, high profitable times. And so I had already taken the low risk, high profitable trade. And now that it worked in my favor, the risk has switched to it could go the opposite way now because it already went the way that I thought. And so trying to jump back in and get this little bit of profit, the stock could go wrong by that much, if that makes sense. Like the stock could go wrong bigger than the little bit amount of extra profit that I was trying to make. And so shut the computer down, walk away and go do something fun. So just to recap, do an emotional analysis while you're in the trade, have some mantras that you can live by that help you um, pull the trigger to get out of a winning trade. 
as well as get out of a losing trade, right? So you can keep your losses small. Number two, be grateful. This is a beautiful sport where you can sit at your computer, press a button and literally make the same amount that you can make work in a W-2 job for the day, for the week, for the month, in my case, for the year sometimes. So be grateful. Number three, recognize enemy. Perfection is the enemy of consistency, right? It's the enemy of progress and progress is what? Consistently taking profit, no matter how big or how small it is, because over time it adds up. And number four, when you're done trading, shut the computer down. Do not sit there and watch it and let it consume you and control your emotions. Take back control over your emotions. Take back control of your life. Because remember, we're here to make the money, not let the money make us. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Jason Brown, stock market coach and option trader. And I'm signing off saying, remember, you never go broke taking a profit and let's take care of our mental health. Peace.